Hey, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Hey, this is Brian O'Holloran. Hey, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo, actor best known as the Chulies Gum Guy from the film Clerks. And welcome to Clerks Minute. You're listening to Clerks Minute. And I'm not even supposed to be here today. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, the podcast I sell comics, and the Ming and Mike Show. And you are listening to Clerks Minute. What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You got a minute? Good, because you're listening to Clerks Minute. Hey, this is Walt Flanagan, the Lon Chaney of the 90s, and you are listening to Clerks Minute. Clerks Minute, the show where we look back at the 2006 Kevin Nick sequel, Clerks 2 2, all the levels of love, minute at a time. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. And I am Ming Chen. Ming, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for the warm welcome. I uh, tried to get Kevin, Jay, uh, Jason Lee, Brian, o- I don't know if you got Brian O'Halloran or uh, Jeff Anderson, probably unreachable. But uh, so you got like the 14th best guy well. to talk to. About this movie. Well, um, I know Brian came on for an interview last season, so that's fun. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. And Kevin is just—I—he's I, so busy because of the because of all those projects and all the weight loss. I just can't talk to him right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I—I I mean, I, I was—I uh, was around back in 2006 when this movie came out. Um, didn't get to spend any time on the uh, the LA set, uh, the movie set, but uh, when they came back to Jersey, uh, got to hang on for a little bit. So that was uh, that was pretty fun. Well, I, well, before we get into the movie, why don't you tell us about that? How was everything on the Jersey set? Because you're the first person on our show this season with those kind of stories. Ah, it was cool. I believe uh, the first thing they shot here in Jersey, or the first thing I saw, was uh, actually it was a le- it was very late at night. It was very cold, and they shot the scene where Dante drives uh, past a diner, and he looks out the window, and he sees a little girl waving back at him, eating a French fry in a diner window. Um, and the, the little girl happens to be uh, Harley Quinn Smith. Kevin Smith's daughter, and um, yeah, it um, took about two or three hours to shoot. Uh, pretty cool scene, though, and um, uh, when I saw it finally cut together uh, with the uh, the Smashing Pumpkins 1979 soundtrack, uh, pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I, a, um, a, a scene that kind of turns the tide of the movie, so a very short but important scene. Yes. And then after that, it was, it was all at the quick stop, so uh, fire trucks, fires, and... Um, um, and a shuttered quick stop. Um, if you look, I think in the beginning when Dante drives past a quick stop and it's all boarded up, uh, they let everybody go and, and put their own graffiti on there. So if you look really close, you might see a Chinese symbol on there, which uh, stands for the uh, Chen, my last name. Oh. And uh, yeah, I got to tag uh, got to tag the front of the quick stop for a little bit. We were trying to figure out what all that stuff was too, being yeah. in the movie. So there you go. I did not know that. Yeah, a little, little insider information there, but uh, yeah, very, very fun. I think I believe they shot here for it's only about three days. It only took about three days to shoot uh, all the quick stop Jersey stuff, I believe. That's that's actually pretty cool, though. That's yeah. I visited the quick stop just to take the pictures outside it when I was in town back in August. So that was just pretty surreal. And I love the person who was like, "Wow, I know why you're here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, but the de- business uh, definitely picked up uh, after the movie Clerks came out. So, and uh, yeah, if you've been to James Bond's secret stash, if you go inside, 
look to the right and look up, you'll see the actual quick stop sign up there, which Kevin ended up buying. Um, since he had to kind of fake set the original one on fire, Kevin offered the owner a brand new sign if he would give him the old one. And uh, I, who better to get the uh, you know the original quick stop sign than Kevin? That's very, very true. And I, I did actually I visit the sash when I was out there this summer, and I took a whole ton of pictures. So if you go to the Clerksman Instagram page, there's like three or four posts just the pictures of me walking around the stash, just kind of taking pictures of everything. I know that picture's in there somewhere. Yeah, good stuff. And then uh, they, they did melt, uh, they did build a new quick stop sign, and then they melted it as if it was on fire. Uh, those pieces got auctioned off. So somewhere out there, I think four people own pieces of uh, the burned up quick stop sign. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's, I, that's, yeah. I did not know that. That's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into our minutes here. We are approaching the end of the movie, and I will say right now, unless something changes, Ming Chen is our final guest of the season. So very cool. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. So that's pretty damn cool. All right. We get back into this. We're finishing up our jail scene. It feels like we've been here for two weeks. Yeah. But <laughs> finishing up the jail scene and... Pretty much right at the point where Randall pretty much says it could be really fucking sweet, as in the office they were talking about them running the quick stop abbing and their own bosses. Yeah. And this is where Dante just won't let it go. He yeah. won't let his shit go. I, I don't know, man. I was this close to starting a new life. And oh, Randall, dude, 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 come on. A new life. It is over. It is completely <laughs> come over. Come on, the, the ship. The ship sailed around the right around the time you caught you, she got you sticking your tongue down Rosario Dawson's throat. True, not that that's really a bad thing, but still, yeah. um, <laughs> um, it's over. I don't get it. But anyway, so I, it it was over when he banged Rosario when he banged Becky on the prep table. So I mean, I don't know what I don't know what he's hanging on to, but yes, <laughs> oh good my point, God, John. That was it, mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, there's only one way to be sure, so... <laughs> oh, she did get pregnant, so there you go. <laughs> right, okay, point taken, point taken. Okay, it's either, it's either mayonnaise or there are some really, really horrific pranks going on at the uh, movies there. You know what, it's movies, you never know what we're going to go up his sleeves. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, Randall, this is the first time, I think, really, because this has all been a very serious couple of minutes. Yeah. It's been a very serious, except for Jay just throwing some random shit out, it's been a very serious couple of minutes. Yeah. And Jay and Randall just says, you're really good, actually going to make me do this, aren't you? And he literally looks at Jay and Bob as they cover their ears, which is a very funny moment. Yeah. Because looking at Jay Muse and Kevin Smith and their ears covered is actually hysterical <laughs> to me. Um, and he goes and says, you're my best friend, and I love you, in a totally heterosexual way. <laughs> and then cut to Jay saying, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good moment, though. This is yeah. a very great moment for Randall in this movie because it's like he's putting himself out there, which is so hard for someone like Randall to do. So, am I right, Ming? Uh, you are. So, uh, this scene, quintessential Kevin Smith. The, I believe this is, in my heart of hearts, this is why he makes he is a filmmaker because he gets to write and then create and make scenes like this. Um, if you know and love Kevin. He loves dialogue. He loves long dialogue and monologues and, and long scenes with dialogue, um, but hard-hitting dialogue and dialogue that has uh, has a lot of meaning. And um, this is, uh, yeah, I, 
If you were to tell me that the whole movie revolved around this scene, if you told me he wrote this scene first, uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't doubt you. Um, I don't know what order he wrote the movie in, but uh, I, this is, uh, you know, again, 100 percent quintessential Kevin Smith. And then uh, even deeper than that, if you look at Randall and Dante, that <laughs> if you and, you know, knowing these two gentlemen as long as I have, that's Brian Johnson and Kevin Smith having a conversation. And that's uh, that uh, that's who you're really looking at. He's just channeling their uh, their their presence and their aura through these two characters. Um, so that being said, uh, you know, whether this is a, a a love letter to Brian Johnson or uh, I mean, it pretty much describes their their, their lifelong relationship. So um, uh, Brian Johnson is Randall, as we all know. Him, and uh, the guy who does just want to sit at a convenience store and make fun of people for the rest of his life and has no further ambition than that. And uh, and Kevin, the kind of indecisive guy, uh, those those are the two guys you're looking at. So, um, yeah, I watched that scene. I, I I don't really see Randall or Dante. I see Kevin Smith and Brian Johnson. Uh, Jay, I see as Jay though. So of course, <laughs> of course. So that part doesn't that part doesn't change. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, if you uh, I, think, I believe Kevin, um, you know, the, his biggest advice to any aspiring filmmakers or writers is uh, you know write and film what you know, and uh, this is uh, this is it 100. percent it's it's you know what's crazy you, you get through this whole movie and if you and this has been a crazy 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 movie but you get to this serious moment at the end where it's like oh so that's the point of this <laughs> it's about friendship and it's about love and it's about two men that just Randall just doesn't want to be away from his best friend and it's it's really what this whole movie has been about this entire time which is crazy when you think about it and it took a donkey show for him to realize this <laughs> <laughs> so true. So Some people true. are more hard-headed than others, and um, even even the great Kevin Smith. Uh, t- sometimes he takes a little. It takes a while to convince him of something, like being on this podcast, um. right? Yeah. So you know, yeah. The point is, keep trying, yeah, because he may re- resist for a while, but he can't resist forever. Just like Dante can't resist his, uh, really, his destiny. In my opinion, you couldn't. You can't resist it forever, as hard as he tries. So that's we finally are out of the jail scene. That's where we end this. Finally. Well, they couldn't keep us there for watching interspecies erotica. No, no, no. We learned that earlier minutes. Yeah. But um, we cut back to movies. Yeah, touching scene though. I mean, definitely the heart of the movie for sure. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And that is what we get into. Our we we're almost at our close, people. We cut back to movies drive through, and um, because I'm I'm this person. I decided I wanted to try to run these license plates, and um, these are not real license plates. I don't want to know that to people, though. No. Not a lot of other people in Movie by Minute do the same thing I'm do. These are not real plates. So, um, no, I believe uh, I actually might have them around here somewhere. Uh, I oh. thought we, we were going to auction them at one point, and uh, yeah, they may be in a they're in a vin- Manila envelope somewhere around the Viewskew office. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, um, this one is um, 958ISP, and um, Becky's at the window. And this is where I'm going to actually go back to me. Um, I want, I'm a big fan of comic book men. I'm actually wearing my comic book men t-shirt as we're sitting here doing this show. And, All right. Um, you. Bought it at the stash in August. And um, you actually did an episode with comic book men with the great Rosario Dawson. So why don't you tell everyone behind the scenes of that episode? Uh, I did. Um, pretty awesome. As uh, we, you know, we got a lot of cool people uh, in the store in our seven seasons of comic book men. Uh, Adam West, Stan Lee, Peter Mayhew, Billy D. Williams. But very rarely did we get uh, a um, an actress as stunning uh, with uh, such a great body of work as Rosario Dawson. So that was 
pretty cool. Uh, I, I I love her in Clerks too. I love her in a number of movies. Uh, I'm a really big fan of her in the Spike Lee movie of the 25th Hour. So um, very excited to meet her. And then uh, by by the time she came in, uh, she was in pretty much all of the Marvel Netflix uh, movies as well um, as the night nurse uh, Claire. Uh, so it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool having her in. And uh, if you did not see Comic Book Man, uh, she comes in, checks out the store, and uh, she wants to take a selfie with a prop from Clerks 2. And uh, we just happened to have a uh, – I had dressed up a mannequin with the original uh, Becky outfit. So that consisted of uh, brown corduroy pants, a, uh, a green camisole, and the yellow movies jacket, movies track jacket. And when uh, when I was dressing up the mannequin, it was a male mannequin. So when I dressed it up, it just didn't look quite right. I was like – Something is missing here, and uh, I realized that she needed some boobs. She needs some boobage. So, uh, I didn't, I didn't have anything. You know, I, I tried my hardest, but I think I used uh, some discarded plastic T-shirt bags, and I think I used a couple uh, Snookins knit hats that were laying around the store. And th- you know, they were a little lumpy, but I, th- I thought I got the shape right. But she called. She ended up calling me out on it on the on the show. Uh, but yeah, ultimately we got that we got that photo with her, and uh, it was she uh, she couldn't have been more cooler. So um, for anybody out there who is wondering if Rosario Dawson is cool as she appears in real life or in the movies and TV, uh, she is even cooler. So it, it was a it was a cool day and a, and a huge honor to have her, and and uh, I was I was really honored to meet her. Yeah, I, I have been a huge fan of Rosario for a long, long time. And it's the fact that I, I've, been joking, I've been joking around this whole run of this movie that I'm doing another side project um, covering the movie Rent with my wife. So I'm covering wow. two. Wow, okay. I'm doing two Rosario Dawson movies at the same time. <laughs> so you're a fan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Really so. noted, my friend. <laughs> And it's a big deal. It's actually my, my wife's been making fun of me over on No Days. But today, when we were joking about it, she's like, I know you. I know you. Because we, did, we just did the whole Out Tonight sequence recently. Yeah. And she's, she's like, making fun of me because I'm just being – my notes are just, like, Rosario looks hot here. She's amazing. I just put it my notes for that entire sequence. Let's be quite honest. If Mandy were recapping a wrestling match, that would be her notes for no, Dean Ambrose. No, it's it's one of those things where Rosario is amazing. And I'm glad she's a good person. I know she actually, um, here's something I, I only talked about this last season. I don't remember I talked about this season. Rosario actually liked one of my tweets last year um, because it was about being Ahsoka in Star Wars. Well, yes. In Star Wars. And I read an article saying, her saying, I want to be Ahsoka. And I'm like, she knows who Ahsoka is. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy to me. Yeah, I it came that. that match, man. That's, uh, yeah, she's like a quadruple threat. She's a great actress. She can... She can sing. She can dance. She can. Uh, she writes comic. She's written a comic book. She uh, knows the intricacies of the Star Wars universe. Been in all of her favorite movies, and uh, you know she's stunning and a great person to boot. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, she She may be the perfect woman. There's nothing wrong with her. <laughs> it's it's rare to actually have that in Hollywood in general. So well, yeah, well, if you sure. Ask that, well, if you ask Deadpool, that the perfect woman was B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, so let's get back to the movie as um, we're at movies drive through and Becky's out the window in the most adorable pigtails ever, by the way. I love it. I love this look. And um, I did realize, by the way, it took me a minute because I was watching this frame by frame last night doing my notes, and I forgot Elias was in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot Elias was there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah Elias is here. Now they've gone one, to jail. One, and ring, one ring to rule them all, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and although the now that they've gone to jail, they've been presumably fired from movies. They're probably the only two employees there. I want to know. And this is I, I'm probably well, I'm probably bringing this up. I'm, I'm probably didn't bring this up because the lies wasn't in the really the jail scenes, except yeah. for he was passed out for a couple of seconds. Yeah. What the hell were Lion's parents thinking when he got home and he's hung over and just got out of jail? Like, what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't think about that. So that's now. <laughs> yeah, he probably got grounded for three years, so <laughs> he can only go to work at this point and um and Bible stuff. That's pretty much it. You oh, can't man. even go yeah. and see the Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, that being said, uh, I thought uh the proposal, the actual proposal, uh Dante handing a ring through the drive thru window is kinda weak. It works for Dante and it works for them, but yeah, it was a. It, and by the way, I do love the music here, and I will talk to music here. It's Alanis Morissette's "Everything," which yeah. is a fantastic song. Yeah, and, and she's a friend of the family, so. Yes, yes, big time. But I love the fact that this song came up, and when I first saw the movie, I'm like, "That's Alanis Morissette." I know this song without even hearing the voice. I'm like, "I love her," and the music comes up at the perfect cue. Editing here, I know Kevin does the editing. This is amazing editing. This is someone who's into video editing all the time and loves to hit music cues. And this one got me because the ring comes out and the music hits. But you're right. Did he ever actually ask her to marry him at all in this sequence? Right. He just, he just kind of hands a ring through the drive-thru window, which I, I don't know. I, I There were probably, you know, you could have done it on the rooftop. Um, something a little more romantic, I thought, would have been. Uh, but you're right. That's probably Quintessential Dante. It's like, eh. I got this. He probably didn't want to, you know, get her in trouble again for, you know, getting her for uh, the store, for the actual restaurant being what it was. <laughs> well, I mean, for abandoning her post. Oh, true. And, well, yeah, they're letting a donkey show happen. At, her I would love, at least she's the owner. It's one of those things where at least she owns the place so she doesn't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? In that case, you know? Um, I just thought, you know, a nice dinner, uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, take her out. You know, away from New Jersey, maybe even, but um, maybe to well, I guess it works. She said yes, so yes, she did say yes, and I, I do so love I can't it. argue with that exactly. It works, it's as lame and as silly as it was, it worked because he didn't even ask her. He pretty much says, I mean, you already you already taught me how to dance at a wedding, and then she puts right. the ring on. I was like, yeah. okay, fine, yeah, and I know you don't yeah. believe in romantic love, and then she climbs into the window. I'm like, right. <laughs> Right, which if you've I'll seen those drive-thru sure. windows, they're not big. So, you know, Rosario Dawson, a very slight woman, um, to be able to, to jump out the window and climb into another window, would, Dukes of Hazard style. That, that takes talent, my, my friends. That would be the best thing I would ever get through a drive-thru window. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> you, you never hear of anyone jumping out of a drive-thru window. You've heard of some nuts, some drunk nuts trying to get into the window, but never out. So. And ironically, in this movie, we got both. Because me yeah. and Jay go into the window earlier yeah. to torture Elias. Yeah. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Rosario Dawson goes out of the drive through window like the greatest Happy Meal toy ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even greater than Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I still, I, you know, I, well, I guess it worked. I just, uh, I don't know. I put more effort into my proposal. Do you remember how you proposed to your wife? I do, actually. I um, I had, I was in Jersey at the time. I okay. lived in Jersey. And my um, my parents were out 
out of town, and my and my girlfriend, now, then fiance, now my wife, and actually Kyle's sister, for just to clarify to everybody that knows this, she was there, and I had set this whole thing up where I made dinner. I actually moved the furniture out of the living outside the living room. I set up like a dance area for us to dance, and I had a whole like mix CD of music for us to dance to. I had the ring all set up, and I proposed to her to our song. That was like the third track on the CD, so she didn't see it coming, and I proposed to her that way. So that's that's all. See, that's the kind of effort I'm talking about. Yes, that's and, what I'm talking about. And I got the ring that, approved. Yeah. I got the ring approved by like two of her friends and oh, all this oh, kind man. of stuff. So I went through a lot of effort to make that work. That's that's freaking beautiful, dude. And uh, I mean, a monumental effort. You probably spent a day or multiple days setting all of that. I mean, you spent multiple, lots of times setting that up um yeah i that's that's great that's the kind of proposal i'm talking about yes how about you well man? done my friend what about you i uh i i um i'm a big fan of uh there's drive-in movie theater in, uh, in baltimore where i was living and uh, i became friends with the, the guy who owned it and uh i asked him if i could borrow his big he's got this giant marquee out on the street usually listing what movies are coming up uh but instead i had him change it to a wedding proposal Aww. And uh, I took my wife in the car, and we uh, told her we were drive, you know, that uh, we were driving to the movies. And uh, as we passed the marquee, I asked her to look up, and the proposal was on there already. And uh, uh, she said yes, and uh, we had the whole drive-in to ourselves afterwards. So, um, yeah, again, I thought it was a pretty good effort. That's an you effort. You know, better than a than a ring through a drive-through window. Yeah. Exactly, and, uh, an effort there. And, yeah, and I think I win. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you definitely win because this is like the forty-year-old version. Everyone's going around discussing what discussing what their latest conquest is. I'm Steve Carell here, trying to bullshit my way through this. Sure, sure, and uh, you know I'm deciding which uh, you know Kotopakia statues I'm going to buy next. So. <laughs> See, I, I do that, and I end up buying like in the Heights tickets for my wife for October. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, uh, just on. thought I would comment on that. Um, you know, uh, while maybe not a lot of effort on Dante's part, it worked. Yeah, exactly. So. It works. <laughs> it, you have a very happy Becky diving in, and he says, "Is that a yes?" And that's actually the only question he actually asked yeah. right. in here. And her response is, "What took you so long?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, traffic was murder. <laughs> I was yeah. in jail for a yeah. while, and um. <laughs> Yeah, I had to go to court, whatever, pay some kind of fine, perhaps. But you know, he did it. So, oh, wait, actually, no, the only, Dante, everybody. The only one that played a fine was actually Kelly. Yeah, everyone else didn't have to pay a fine. Well, it's a sexy stud, you sexy mean? Sexy stud, but... yeah. Everyone else didn't have to pay a fine. Yeah. So I there miss, you go. I missed my. Dude. Yeah, Kelly can't pay a fine. She's a donkey. Oh yeah, or he's a. Yes, yeah. he's an animal abuser, as I remember earlier yeah. in the movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you there, guys, but if you're looking for money, that ain't a roll of quarters that Kelly's got. Okay, let's go go back to the talk <laughs> another time. All right, and they kiss, and that's where we end things. And I, I, by the way, so I'm making my notes. I did it on the laptop, and I have I paused it right at the kiss on the laptop. We paused it on the screen here on the big screen, and we see. Elias's face on the screen, <laughs> which is a fantastic ending for this for me. I thought that was very funny. So that is our minutes, and that is what we do here. Um, Ming, I want to actually yeah. praise you because you hosted us back in the summertime for the Shared Universe Studio. So why don't you tell everybody about your podcast studio? Because that's a big deal uh, well, for us. Well, everybody, uh, we, uh, me and uh, Mike Zapsik, uh, fellow co-star from Comic Book Men, uh, decided to strike out and do something that uh, few people have done before. We've opened up a podcast studio in New Jersey about uh, about 10 minutes from uh, Jane Bob's Secret Stash. 
It is a recording studio, everybody, specifically for podcasting. We host podcasters here. We uh, we launch podcasts here. We teach people how to podcast here. And uh, anyone coming to the area, uh, you know, whether you have a podcast or not, um, you guys happen to have a, a great show and sat down and we had all the gear here for you and uh, we had everything you needed here, including a pretty cool environment. And uh, you guys recorded a great episode. So uh, whether you're a complete beginner or, uh, you know, you've, you've recorded 10,000 episodes, uh, we want you to come in here uh, as we encourage podcasting here. And uh, we're hoping to do more of these studios uh, around the world someday and uh, uh, teach and encourage the great medium of podcasting. Uh, but first and foremost, uh, we just want everyone to see how fun it is. And uh, I know you guys know how much fun it is. I know you guys have fun each and every episode. And uh, we welcome you guys back anytime you want to come in. You know what's funny? We were um, after we done recording, we said goodbye to you, and then we had to get back to town. I had to get up to back to um, East Rutherford so we can drive out to Staten Island to see the Staten Island Museum. So on the drive back, we literally couldn't stop talking about how much fun we had. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's a great uh, that's, you. That was that's the goal here. Yeah. So if you want to have as much fun as these gentlemen did, go to ashareduniverse.com. Uh, book up your appointment, or uh, if you have any questions, whatever, I'll answer them for you. But uh, yeah, a shared universe podcast studio is the, is the name of uh, the center of my universe right now. Yes, that's really really cool. And you might as well give your Twitter account here too while you're at it. Uh, yeah, I'm not that hard to find on social media. I'm at Ming Chen thirty seven, M I N G C H E N thirty seven. That's Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Snapchat. There's a there's a thing called Marco Polo. I don't know. LinkedIn. I don't know. I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> You're more places than we are because we are everywhere as well. We are at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Clerks Minute, and we are obviously here Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'm not going to use the whole spiel where you can find this because the season is almost over. But as I said in our last episode. Just because the movie's over, we aren't done. We have more surprises up our sleeves that we will get into in our next show. So we have more to come because we did a summer series and we had to cut it short. So we have some stuff we have left yeah. to do after we're done with Clerks 2. So that all being said, thank you so much, Ming, for coming on the show. This is really a lot of fun. Thank you for uh, reminiscing. It's a, it's, it's a, Clerks 2 is one of Kevin's best movies and, uh, I will always be here to relive it. Awesome. And thank you all for listening to this episode and um, joining us today. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. Have a good day, everybody. Yeah, right. Noinch, noinch, noinch. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling fatties, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking